Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to our book reading When the Moon Split a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri We continue on page 215 The issue of Muhajir women Shortly after the Treaty of Hudaybiyah some Muslim women came to the Prophet peace be upon him seeking asylum while the pagans demanded their return The Prophet peace be upon him rejected the pagans demand saying that the treaty had nothing to do with the women Allah on the other hand sent down his command O you who believe when believing women come to you as refugees determine if they are actually believers and Allah knows best as to their faith and if you are satisfied that they are believers do not return them to the unbelievers for they are no longer lawful wives for unbelievers and unbelievers are not lawful husbands for them but reimburse their former husbands the dowry they gave to them and there will be no sin on you if you marry these women after giving them a dowry likewise do not remain married to women who do not believe and ask them to return the dowry you gave them let them also ask for what they spent while married to you this is allah's decision he judges between you and allah is all knowing all wise chapter 60 verse 10 thus believing women were declared unlawful for believers and unbelieving women unlawful for believing men from then on the prophet peace be upon him put the immigrant women to the test in the light of the following verse O prophet when believing women come to you to pledge their allegiance to you swearing that they will not worship anything other than Allah steal commit adultery or fornication kill their children intentionally slander anyone or lie nor disobey you in any just matter then accept their pledge and pray to Allah to forgive them Allah is oft forgiving most merciful surah 60 verse 12 Once the women agreed on oath to live by these divine injunctions the prophet peace be upon him would accept the pledge of allegiance he solemnized the pledges verbally without shaking hands with them such women were then not returned to the unbelievers moreover the muslims divorced the unbelieving wives and muslim women were separated from their non-muslim husbands the clan of banu khuza sided with the prophet peace be upon him in the wake of the recent treaty and ultimately joined hands with the muslims they had been allies of the banu hashim the prophet's clan even during the age of ignorance while the banu bakr their rivals went to the side of the quraish and ultimately became the cause of the conquest of makkah the muslims who had been unable to leave makkah continued to face persecution one of them abu basir escaped and headed straight for madinah The Quraysh sent two of their men to the Prophet peace be upon him to demand his return and the Prophet handed him over. At Dhul Khulaifa Abu Basir killed one of his captors while the other who escaped reappeared before the Prophet peace be upon him saying, "My companion was killed and I too am about to be killed." Just then Abu Basir arrived on the scene and when the Prophet peace be upon him rebuked him in fear of being sent back to the pagans he fled and settled on the coast abu jandal also escaped and joined abu basir henceforth everyone who fled makkah after embracing islam joined abu basir 
Eventually, these Muslims formed a colony. With the newfound strength, they began intercepting each and every trade caravan of the Quraysh en route to Syria, falling on them and seizing their goods and men. The Quraysh were so unnerved by this new stronghold of Muslims on their doorstep that they pleaded with the Prophet, peace be upon him, to call the band of Muslims to Medina. The Quraysh, for their part, guaranteed that anybody going to the Muslim side would be left in peace. The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked the Muslims to come to Medina, which they were happy to do. Effects of the Truce The truce that ensued with the Treaty of Hudaybiyah profoundly affected the spread of Islam. Muslims were able to mix with other Arabs and invite them to Islam with such success that more people became Muslim in the following two years than had done in the previous 19. Even the elite among the Quraysh, Amr bin As, Khalid bin Walid and Uthman bin Talha, appeared before the Prophet, peace be upon him, with the confession of faith on their lips, willing to give their lives, property and power for Allah. As they came up to the Prophet, peace be upon him, he remarked, Makkah has entrusted the lobes of its heart to us. Once he had finalized the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, the Prophet, peace be upon him, was free to spread the word of Allah further. He sent letters to monarchs and nobles of several lands inviting them to Islam and reminding them of their responsibility to Allah. These letters are given below in condensed form. The Letter to the King of Abyssinia to Ashuma bin Abjar, the Abyssinian king, the Prophet wasallam wrote, In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. This letter is addressed to Ashuma, the monarch of Abyssinia, from Muhammad, the Prophet of Allah. Peace of Allah be upon those who follow guidance and have faith in Allah and His Messenger. I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except Allah and one without partners. He neither took a wife nor adopted a son, and I bear witness that Muhammad is his servant and messenger. I called you to Islam, for I am his messenger. Embrace Islam that you may find peace. Allah says in the Quran, O people of the book, come to that which is common between you and us, that we may serve none but Allah, nor associate anything with him, nor take others for lords beside Allah. But if they turn away, then say, Bear witness that we are Muslims. If you reject this, then on you shall rest the sin of your people. This letter was sent through Amr bin Umayyah Damri. As Ashuma received the letter and kissed it with his eyes, he then rose from his throne to embrace Islam under the tutelage of Jafar bin Abi Talib. In his reply to the Prophet, peace be upon him, Ashuma pledged allegiance and confessed his faith. Later, he finalized the marriage of Umm Habiba bint Abi Sufyan anha, to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and paid 400 dinars in dawah on the Prophet's behalf. He then sent Umm Habiba back along with the immigrants of Abyssinia in two boats under the escort of Amr bin Umayyah Damri. The Muslims from Abyssinia arrived in Medina while the Prophet, peace be upon him, was away in Khaybar. King Ashuma passed away in Rajab the ninth after Hijrah. The Prophet, peace be upon him, announced the news of his death the same day and performed his funeral prayer in absentia. The Prophet, peace be upon him, wrote to his successor calling him to Islam, but it was not known whether he accepted Islam. 
And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. If you'd like to download this and other podcasts in the series, you're welcome to do so by going on to vocfm.iono.fm and click on the book reading channel. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.